Welcome back to another episode of Jake's Takes. My name is Jake, and thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast, where on this week's episode, we are going to be looking at the NBA playoffs and how things are going, and then we are going to be looking at four coaching decisions that are going to have to be made from four different teams, and which of the four teams has the best situation, and which of the four teams has the worst situation, and where would a potential head coach rather uh, coach um, his uh, new team? Where would he rather go, or she go, in the potential case? So, let's get started, and let's get rocking. So, it looks like things are going in the right direction for the Utah Jazz, who lead their series against the Clippers. They are a team that has had a lot of success this season and some could argue that donovan mitchell rudy gobert and this group of guys might not have the star power of a john stockton carmelone duo but they could be uh, the better team when it's all said and done and might even have a better chance at winning a championship than those two guys did in the 90s because there is no uh, michael jordan and there isn't even a LeBron James to deal with. There's Kevin Durant, and that's the best um, of the best. And so their series against the Clippers is going to be a good test because they are playing against Kawhi and Paul, Paul George, obviously. Both uh, great at what they do. And obviously, um, you know, guys who can really uh, play basketball well. And so um, to me, you know, Utah, this is going to be a great series. And you know, things are looking uh, like they could be going in the right direction. And, you know, they're going to probably win this series pretty easily. And part of that is just because the Dallas Clippers series went seven games. And most people expect, um, including myself, that the Utah Jazz will handle this pretty uh, quickly. And I don't see any issues uh, right there. So it looks like Utah will be moving on, in my opinion. And I'd be surprised if the Clippers actually win. With the other series, Phoenix versus Denver, you have probably one of the best point guards in the NBA, and every single year he's always been good. And, you know, for the Denver Nuggets, they can't compete with Chris Paul because he's just such a great point guard and has been a great point guard for his whole career, and he's made his teams better. And Phoenix has star power with Devin Booker, who can shoot lights out from three, lights out from two, scoring getting you close to 50 points a game at times, and he's just a great number two option. Or he could be their number one, depending on how you look at Chris Paul. They have DeAndre Ayton, they got a lot of young guys. Phoenix next offseason is going to have to maybe add in one more veteran piece, and someone who's maybe a little bit better. Not giving away too much, but getting some extra piece, maybe to give them that extra push. But they're still a team that's very good. And despite the fact that Denver has the um, MVP Jokic, it looks like the Phoenix Suns will be winning this series. Now, Milwaukee versus Brooklyn. And this is an interesting series as well because I want to see Milwaukee defeat Brooklyn because I want to see this super team juggernaut kind of um, blow up in their face. Um, a little bit and all these you know kind of you know different personalities come together and they create this uh, terrible situation um, potentially if things go south and so Milwaukee is just a well-coached and well-managed team 
Mike Budenholzer knows what he's doing. Obviously, when uh, Brooklyn's on fire, they're on fire. And apparently, Charles Barkley has come out and said that he doesn't want to see the Brooklyn Nets win and actually wants to see them lose because he doesn't like super teams and he doesn't like any of that because when he played, there was no super teams. Now, you could argue that he played on a super team with Moses Malone, Julius Irving, and at this point, a young uh, Charles Barkley who wasn't in his prime yet. Super team, maybe. Uh, Dennis Rodman, uh, you had um, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, super team, potentially. You had um, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, and um, Larry Bird. And you had uh, Dennis Johnson, who are all Hall of Famers, super team, potentially. But uh, either way, um, he doesn't want to see Brooklyn win. Um, and uh, I guess old school basketball, there were no super teams, even though I just threw out several. And so for... Um, this series, if Milwaukee can win, then they can go all the way. Um, if Brooklyn wins, it's a pretty sure bet that they're going all the way and probably winning the whole thing. So this series is going to be a big one and a very, very important one for um, everybody uh, to watch and see what's going on. Then we have our next series here, which is Philly versus Atlanta. Now, Philadelphia and Atlanta, you know, Philly's the better team. Philly's the number one seed. They had Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris. They've made the changes on the offseason last year to get better with a new head coach, with players who are better shooters. And their team just needed some extra pieces that do things a little bit different than what they had, and it worked out. Yes, they had to get rid of some picks for Al Horford to be off of their team, but Danny Green has done much better for them in that sense because he can shoot better. And you also have the fact um, that there are guys like George Hill, Seth Curry, uh, who are now playing, who can actually shoot the three. And Ben Simmons can't do that. Joel Embiid can't do that. Tobias Harris is average at best. And they had Josh Richardson, who couldn't shoot the three, and added in Seth Curry, who can't. And so, yeah, they're a better team. And Brooklyn versus Philly, that's going to be uh, an easy Brooklyn victory, in my opinion. But Philly versus Milwaukee will be a great series to watch if it gets there. And I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee comes on comes out on top. I don't know if Philadelphia can win against either of those two teams because I think Giannis is just something special. And I think the three-headed juggernaut in Brooklyn, with all their shooting, it's hard to keep up. And um, so who knows? But to me, I think the Brooklyn-Milwaukee series is the best one here. Uh, and that team, whoever wins, is probably going on to the finals. Just my opinion. I think Utah versus Phoenix would be a great series. And honestly, Phoenix could get to the finals. Yes, Utah's the one seed, but Phoenix has Chris Paul, and that's that's a big deal. And he elevates his team, and it's going to be a great matchup between Chris Paul and Mike Conley, who are two great veteran point guards. And, you know, Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell are two great young small forward shooting guards. Um, and... Then, uh, obviously, Rudy Gobert is a much bigger presence and better presence than DeAndre Ayton. But I think the, the wings in uh, Phoenix are just slightly better than Joe Ingles and Bogdanovich at this point. And so, who knows? You know, these uh, matchups are still uh, undecided. Um, but my assumption is Phoenix, Utah, and probably Phoenix can really get this uh, and win. And I'd love to see a Phoenix-Milwaukee in the finals because um, that would be a great matchup for sure but who knows what's going to happen and who knows where things uh, 
will go from here. So we are going to look at um, some head coaching situations now. So in the NBA at this moment, there are four teams who have head coaching vacancies. There is the Orlando Magic, who got rid of uh, uh, Steve Clifford, who was um, one of their uh, long-term head coaches and had been there for a little while. They are a team who did not make the playoffs. They traded away um, Fournier, Vucevic, and Aaron Gordon and started what is going to be a long and hard rebuild, which will take several years to even uh, get the ball rolling. They are going to be fighting for the number one seed in the draft. And now they are going to have to find a new head coach. There is a team that didn't make the playoffs they have before. The Pacers, who got rid of... I think they had Nate McMillan. They got rid of him. They added in uh, Nate Bajorkian. And uh, he was only a one-year guy. And he's gone. So now this team, which has good pieces, but not a good head coach, is going to have to look for another head coach within a year's time. So this team has a lot of off-season questions. And now they need a head coach. Then we have two teams that did make the playoffs. The Portland Trailblazers, who lost to Denver 4-2. And they uh, got rid of Terry Stotts, who had been there for a very long time. And, um, you know, he is gone, and they have issues. Uh, and we'll talk about each team specifically. And then the Boston Celtics, who lost to Brooklyn 4-1. to And they have a head coaching vacancy, not because their head coach... Uh, was fired, but because their general manager was fired, and Brad Stevens, who was the head coach, became the general manager, player of basketball operations, and now there's a totally new um, head coach coming in, hopefully uh, within the next few weeks, as with all these teams. So let's look um, at each team specifically. Orlando. Though Orlando hasn't had a lot of playoff success, and they haven't really been good since Dwight Howard and their championship run in 2009. When Dwight Howard got traded to the Lakers and their team kind of um, plummeted, things haven't gone their way. Now they have some good players over the years since then, and this season they basically did what they should have done a few years ago, which was rebuild and start the rebuild. They were one of those teams like Washington that didn't want to get rid of their good players and just wanted to keep things going and to be the 8th seed and to fight for the playoffs. And that's just not great. And it's just not how things should be for a team. And just being the 8th seed, losing in the first round and getting the 17th pick is not great at all. So they finally did what was uh, needed. And they got rid of Vucevic to Chicago for some draft picks. And Wendell Carter traded uh, Aaron Gordon to Denver for... R.J. Hampton and some picks and stuff, Gary Harris. And then they got two second-round picks out of Boston for um, Evan Fournier. So they basically took this team and start of, uh, started to flip it around. They've had some draft choices who have been okay, none uh, in recent years who have been successful. Chuma Okiki looks like he could be um, a bust, and uh, same thing with Cole Anthony. Um, they did revitalize Markel Fultz a little bit, not to be a number one overall pick status, but 12 points a game is not awful. And then, you know, Jonathan Isaac has gotten hurt so much, he is part of their future, but who knows how he'll end up. So, getting in a head coach, uh, 
that really works well with this team is what they need. So something that they have to do is find a head coach who is going to rebuild with this team and is in it for the long haul. Having a head coach who might not be 100% polished might be the best choice because they can build up a team with him in the fold. And it's sort of like a Brad Stevens situation where when Brad Stevens came in, he was kind of working with this young team and rebuilding a little bit and kind of going in that direction. And they need someone who can kind of come in. Maybe he's not as experienced and kind of work with this team and start from scratch and get some you know lottery picks and some top 10 picks and make things uh, work. So their team is going to have a massive overhaul. And getting in someone who can do that and be there for it and not get frustrated when things don't go right is what they're looking for and should be looking for in my opinion. So that is that. Next is the Indiana Pacers. Now, the Pacers were in the playing game, didn't win, they lost, and were out of the playoff race. They were a team that just couldn't have the best season, and apparently TJ Warren doesn't want to be there. Kerry Silvert is a good pickup, but he gets hurt a lot. Miles Turner and Sabonis seemingly don't fit, and my thing is Turner was on the market last offseason, but just nothing came of it, and maybe he's not as valuable as teams... Uh, think and so this is a team that could go in a number of directions if they get in a good head coach and they fight for the playoffs maybe they get rid of Turner and added another wing or another guard maybe TJ Warren goes and they trade him for someone you could have a team that could be potentially top five in the east top at least eight um, and make the playoffs you could also go in a different direction and get rid of Sabonis get rid of Malcolm Brogdon rebuild get draft picks get young guys and go in a totally different direction and get a head coach who's in the rebuild with this team rather than getting a head coach who's in a playoff push so i think indiana is not going to give up i think indiana is going to try and make some small moves get some players in there and for a head coach my guess is they'll go with someone who is ready to kind of command a team that is in the fight for the playoffs so I think that's where they go with this one and to me uh, they're most likely gonna go in that direction because I don't see them going for a coach who's not experienced as an assistant or as a head coach or whatever and someone who is gonna have to kind of build up with this team so unlike Orlando I don't think they're gonna go rebuild they are going to go for the playoff push now Atlanta they had a great year New York had a great year. Washington had a great year. Obviously, those teams could go in a totally different direction. If Bradley Beal gets moved and Westbrook gets moved, Washington goes downhill. If, um, you know, the New York Knicks just had a one-and-done season and they go back to being a garbage franchise again, then maybe, you know, that opens the door for a team like the, um, the uh, Indiana Pacers to make their move and go fight for a playoff spot. So um, I think they're going to try and keep this thing going and try and fight for the playoffs and keep uh, moving in that direction. And so they're going to find a head coach who is going to be willing to do that and might have a little bit more experience in that department. Moving on to the only team with an opening right now in the Western Conference, the Portland Trailblazers, who have a lot of different issues they're going to have to deal with. And it starts out with Damian Lillard. Now, Damian Lillard has been with this team for years and was the seventh pick in his year drafted 
and has been with this team for a long time. And C.J. McCollum has been with this team since he was drafted. Those two backcourt players have been together and have done it in several playoffs. And this year wasn't their year. They didn't win. Uh, and Terry Stotts, who had been there for a long time, is out. And they, as a team, Portland's going to have to worry about Damian Lillard and the fact that rumors are circling that he might want to leave. And if things don't work in his way, maybe they will move on from Damian Lillard. Now, there are a lot of teams in the NBA who have great superstar players, and they just choose not to trade these guys, and it's a pain to watch because they waste away their talent. And I'm looking specifically at Bradley Beal and the Washington Wizards, who keep choking away uh, years, and his prime is getting smaller and smaller until eventually he's going to be washed up, and there'll be nothing left to trade him for. And then they'll try and get, you know, all these assets for a guy who's not worth it anymore. So, you know, Damian Lillard could be on the move. I think he's 31 years old, so he's older, and um, he's a veteran who's got success. He's obviously in the MVP vote every year since maybe 2018 because he's that good and um to me he could potentially get moved and so if he stays then you have to get a head coach who is going to work with him and is going to be a good decision maker with him and you know like lebron in cleveland and pretty much anywhere lebron's gone damian lillard is going to have a voice in who the head coach is unless he wants to get traded then i don't think he really cares at all so to me for this team, if Damian Lillard sticks around, he's going to be in the decision-making process. Now, Jason Kidd has removed his name from the the list of potential head coaches. Obviously, um, you know, he doesn't want to go to Portland because of their situation. Damian Lillard wants him in Portland because he's a Hall of Famer, and more importantly, he's an Oakland point guard, who Damian Lillard's an Oakland point guard. So there's that situation. So for the um, for their team, you know... They uh, are probably going to try and keep Damian Lillard in the loop if he's still sticking around. Now, if Damian Lillard decides he wants to leave and they trade him, I don't know if they'll go full rebuild, but um, they're going to probably have to find a better head coach that fits uh, this new group without Damian Lillard in the fold. If they do go the rebuilding route, then there's a good chance that they will have to find a head coach who's going to be willing to rebuild with this team. And I don't think that's the direction they want to go in. And I think they want to keep Damian Lillard at all costs. And so um, we're going to have to wait and see what happens with the Portland Trailblazers and Damian Lillard and their whole situation moving forward. But this is a very good coaching opportunity if Damian Lillard sticks around because he is a superstar and is one of the best point guards in the NBA and is someone you would want to have on your team uh, just moving forward. Then we have the Boston Celtics, who's probably, in my opinion, one of the best, if not the best, coaching opening at this point of these four teams. They have, three out of the last five years, been to the Eastern Conference Finals. They have two of the biggest building blocks in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They do have their issues, and we'll get into that. But Brad Stevens is now in charge. Danny Ainge is no longer there. It's about time Danny Ainge uh, left. And Brad Stevens hopefully can take over and be a little bit better in these uh, upcoming years than Danny Ainge has been in the last few years. Because there's not the greatest rep when it comes to Danny Ainge. At least with some of the former players and just those in the league. So hopefully Brad Stevens can take over and do a better job. But they need a head coach. Now, 
to me, there are a bunch of different options. And obviously, of all the options out there, you know, the Celtics will have first dibs, my guess is, just because they're the most desirable destination. And they're the only team of this group that most likely will be in the playoffs next year. I think Portland, if Damian Lillard leaves, and that's a big question mark, um, you know, they might not be in the playoffs. So the way things are going, maybe Boston's the only one in this group who is a playoff team. And so they're probably going to have first choice if there are potential candidates looking at multiple teams they could potentially have a head coaching situation take place where they snag one assistant coach from a team, let's say Chauncey Billups or Sam Cassell or someone, and maybe other teams had interest. So to me, uh, this is a place that most coaches would want to go if they're potentially looking for a spot. Um, now, I'm not going to get into, as I did uh with all these teams, I didn't get into names because I don't know exactly what they're looking for in terms of a name. And so, obviously, um, you know, for the Celtics, same thing. But they need a coach who's going to be able to take care of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and the other players as well. And we have this sort of Kemba Walker situation where he's kind of uh, in limbo. We don't know if he's getting traded or not. Most likely he probably will. But... You know, they have Marcus Smart who's been there. They got young guys. They need someone who can kind of work with the young guys, also work with the veterans, and, you know, someone who's going to have to work well with Brad Stevens. And kind of both of these guys will have to come together and make things work themselves. And so for all four teams, you know, you need a head coach who's in sync with the player basketball operations, with the owner, with the front office, because that's how things work out well. The best teams have good general managers good owners, and good uh, coaches to go with it, right? And if it all melts together well, then you got a good situation. And so these teams need to look hard at finding the right choice and the right coach. And for the Celtics, you know, they are going to have to make a big decision because it's going to affect their future and how this team is going to go moving forward. And so, you know, all four of these teams want to get a head coach in there within the next few weeks because the draft comes up. You want to be able to look at prospects. You want to be able to be there for draft night, free agency, all this stuff, right? Obviously, the right head coach for free agency, you want to get the right players in there because the best player might not work with your head coach, and you want to be able to find someone who, if you're looking at XYZ free agents, they have to really work well, right? And so there are a lot of people who are saying the Celtics should go after Jason Kidd because apparently Damian Lillard wants Jason Kidd as his head coach. Maybe that'll sway Damian Lillard to want to come to Boston. Maybe, but don't go after him solely for that reason. Try and find someone else, and if it happens to be that Jason Kidd's the right choice, then the Celtics get Jason Kidd. But if it's not, then they go after someone who's the right choice. And so these teams are going to be in an important situation because they have to find the right choice and the right guy or girl to be the next head coach for their team. And they have to do it fairly quickly because a lot of free agency stuff is taking place soon um, and they got to be ready when it comes.